0: Blog Talk Radio, broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, home of the world's greatest artists: TLC, Gladys Knight, India Ari, Indigo Girls, and Hartsfield Atlanta Jackson Airport. The Falcons and Clark Atlanta University. This is the Bright Side with Technisha, a daily show with real people with real experiences. And now, here's your host. Technicia. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, home of the world's greatest artists. TLC, Gladys Knight, Night, India Ari, Indigo Girls, and Hartsfield Atlanta Jackson Airport, the Falcons, and Clark Atlanta University. This is The Bright Side with Technicia, a daily show with real people with real experiences. And now, here's your host, Technisha.
1: Afternoon, everyone. I'm glad that you was holding on and been so patient with me. Today is like the second day of spring, baby. Yes, can you believe it? We already into that time. It is so amazing. It really is. That means it's not a whole lot of time for you to really get yourself in order, right? Remember that your coffin, your comfort zone, is your coffin, and we don't want that to happen. It's time to make a change. Time to, cause either. You grow or either you die. So we love, we want to grow, right? Um, I'm thankful today that all of us could wake up to see another blessing, blessing day. And if you haven't said thank you to the Lord above, then you need to do so right now. But as I said, I'm glad to have you on. You know, it's amazing how fast we actually grow up and how we see things change for what it is. But sometimes change could be the best. But when you were a child, everything seemed so calm and relaxed. Who remember all the sitcoms? Family Matters. Boy Boy Meets Boy the World. Um, what else? Um, Eureka's Castle. I could go all the way back to Nickelodeon. Sesame Street. Oh, man. Those were the days. I, I could just sit down and actually enjoy a good show. And understood, because I don't have time to understand SpongeBob. I'm not going to tell the field and all this um, uh, other little stuff that they have on TV. I don't be understanding all these cartoons. Now, Powerpuff Girls, yeah, I love those. But now one of my favorite was Full House. We all remember Full House. Probably remember every episode, possibly, of Full House. But now we're so grand now, because with technology, we can watch it on Netflix. Yes, thank you, Hulu, all that. And I'm here with a special guest. He's an actor and a producer. He's familiar with the Full House sitcom. And now we have Fuller House. Everyone has grown up and doing their own thing. And it's amazing to see all of them have went into their own segment of life, their segue of life. And now that you're seeing them come back together, it's so memorable. I wish that all shows could actually do it. But I'm just so thankful that one of my favorite shows is actually doing. I stay watching Full House. like It was a religion. You had to be there at a specific time to watch it. There was no DVR to record this show, but here with me, I'm not going to take up too much time, is Michael Sun Lee. Um, Michael Sun Lee is, act, is actually playing the character um, of Nathan, I do not want to mess up the name, Nishi Nishiguchi. He was a child actor who played Harry over multiple episodes of Full House the second and third seasons. He was Stephanie's childhood friend. So Michael is actually playing the grown-up part. And this is so cool. Like, it's, it's reliving all moments. My toes are curling up. Michael, I appreciate you for taking out your time to be on the show with us. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you for having me on.
1: Oh, this is so exciting. like, I love Full House. I mean, it was so many shows out before. How was one of my favorite? Just because it felt like you were growing up right along with them. Like they had issues you could relate to them. Because I was a child at that time. Like, okay, I'm going through this school problem. I know what you're going through. Hey, this boy problem. I understand. Like it was relatable, and and other shows such as that were relatable. Growing pains. These were shows that actually related to family issues that. Really focused on that. Now you get shows, you like. Um, uh, I I don't understand. I really don't. But these shows are classic. Yeah. So, Michael, it's explain what what got you into doing for the house.
2: Oh my god, it was a uh, normal um, audition process. Um, the actor who played Harry Takayama when he was a kid wasn't available, so. They had an audition, they called me in and I got it. Pretty pretty simple. Yeah.
1: So um wow. lucky me, right? <laughs> right. That was right on. That was right on time. Like, hey, here go the opportunity, bam, perfect. Like it's right in your hand. That that's a, that's grand, man. That's awesome. I love it. Um as I understand it um how was it like actually just being surrounded by all those beautiful women on Fuller House? Cause we got DJ, oh we have all them grown up now.
2: Are you kidding me? It's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it, right?
1: Um, <laughs> right. Actually,
2: that you know, <laughs> you know, they made it very easy. They were very welcoming. Very, um, it was a family feeling, you know, working on that show. They all work so very hard, and they're all. So beautifully grown up, like I, I, I had to pinch myself, you know, just being in the Tanner household, you know, looking behind me and seeing the house. I'm like, oh my god, um, and and meeting them was 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 surreal. It was it was weird because you think you know them because you've seen them grow up on TV, but you don't really know them because they're the actors, they're not the characters, you know. Um. So. Yeah, I mean, it was it was, it was was great. It was a dream come true, actually, you know, working on that show.
1: No, I bet. Because as you said, you, you saw these young ladies when they were yay high. Couldn't be in no more. Right. more about 11 or 12, DJ and Stephanie, all of them. And now look at them. I just last, probably about two weeks ago, I saw them on the view. And all of them are grown up, beautiful young ladies. And it's just so well spirited to, to see them connected so well even after the show it's it's wonderful I love I love to see that that connection yeah. and it just brings so much um and and you know what it was so grand because you wouldn't think that you would got so much exposure. People, oh okay we're doing another Fuller House okay you know most people like okay I watched that when I was a child like I don't want to see you when I get grown but people are actually excited to actually see this and I'm one of the people I'm glad to see you actually grown up because it makes me feel like okay, I was a child once when I watched the Full House. Now you're growing up with me, and that's grand. I don't think it could get any better. I wish all all the shows could come back like that. My growing pains, my Family Matters. I I want to see all of them over again. You know, uh, but I know. I, I would just... like to see Family Matters. You know, that would be awesome. Yes. You know. Yes. I loved myself for fountain Matters. I'm not even gonna lie. Found mountains was my thing. I'm Tanisha, I know. and you knew, and Michael, you knew these shows were they were classes because you didn't have a DVR, honey. You had to be there at the set at that certain time. You knew what time that show was coming on. Like, girl, I got to go. My show coming on, Mama. Nobody can exactly. disturb you, right? Exactly. I'm just glad they. I'm glad they have it on Netflix now. I know it's a smart, smart platform. You can
2: watch it whenever you want.
1: Right. Now, let me ask because your relationship—um—well, supposedly you're the grown-up Harry now. Right. So, was, was right. it hard to—was it actually hard for you to pretend to be in love with Jody Sweeten? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean everything like everything you need to play the character is pretty much uh, written on the page, you know, the writers um really know the characters, so um they did a good job in in um you know, writing this character back, you know, so many years ago and they really did a clever job in in the way they brought Harry back into into the Tanner household. So um yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't hard at all. And Jody Jody Sweeten's very very nice, you know, very nice, hardworking, um, you know, very collaborative. So um, they all they all just they make it look so easy, but it's not really that easy, you know, because they got a lot of uh, responsibility, you know.
1: Right, they do. Candice Candice Cameron Burr, I mean, she repressed her role as DJ Tanner, but now she's a mom, you know, and that's. That's a beautiful part about it because now her children get to see her, what she was like as a child actor, you know, and seeing her as a grown actor still doing this. That, that is that's grand. Like that is so psyched. I I wish I could be on the set, like to actually be behind the scenes with you guys. Do that. That's
2: yeah, that's beautiful. It's um, fun. It was
1: fun. Yeah. Now my of course most biggest crush probably was. John Stamos, uh, who can uh-huh. get enough of him? Even when he playing other movies on Lifetime, that and he's doing his yoga commercials, you like, uh, oh, there he go, like, you, you, there you go, like I'm blessing right now. Um, is he still cool <laughs> as he is on TV?
2: Yes, even even more so actually, because you can see more of his uh, personality come out. So pretty much what you see is is pretty much what you get. Um, and, and then some. So, um, yeah, and and he's even better looking in person, I hate to say.
1: Oh, don't you tell me that, Michael. No, yeah. Michael didn't go there. Yeah, he did. Oh, he had to go there. Yes, he did, honey. I don't know. if like, I, I have to take a second. You know, when
2: I saw him, I had to take a second. I'm like, oh, my God, you're, like, better looking in person. <laughs> Where's my makeup person? <laughs> you know?
1: Hey, I can't. I can't stand this to you do. You, you just too. You, you're too gorgeous right now. I need you to move. I, I, I need my own spotlight. Like, please, just go, exactly. go to your right, go to your left. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, now, uh, was there any time like this is for you? Was there any time that you probably thought, okay, this is unbelievable. I gotta, I gotta pinch myself because I'm now on the set of Fuller House.
2: Yes, as every day progressed. You know, when you first get there, you're just trying to you just trying to fit in and do your job. But as every day progressed, I'm like,
0: wow, this is
2: this is a huge deal. And when the when they brought the audience in, it was it was it was crazy. Like the fans are 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 so dedicated and loyal and excited about the show. Um, it it was it was great. It was great to get the immediate audience reaction because they do film in front of a, a live studio audience. So um, yeah, it was the, the response was, was phenomenal. Very, was, 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 yeah, I, I, it's almost indescribable, like the response from the audience. You know, it brings me back to my, you know, theater days back in college, you know.
1: I, I know it does. Um, do you think the producers would be able to actually cope? Mary Kay, Ashley, to doing the next season because I heard they didn't want to do it. They opt out.
2: Yeah, they. Um, I guess I read an article. I guess one of them, um, like both of them, haven't acted in a long time, so they they were kind of apprehensive about coming back. And they were, I think, they couldn't um, coincide their schedules because you know they they both of them run a fashion empire. But um, in in you know in New York City. So, but uh, hopefully they can come back for season two because I know the fans the fans really really want that. So hopefully they can you know work something out you know. And I'm, I'm sure the producers are trying you know <laughs> as we speak to get them back. Um, but they do refer to uh, the character Michelle uh, quite often you know in, in Fuller House season one. So. Um, yeah, hopefully for the fans, and, you know, and for people who um, watched Full House, hopefully um, they can come back so people can get a get a look at, at Michelle Tanner as a as a grown up, you know.
1: Why? Because I I would have loved to seen the twins come back. I mean, they were really just the spotlight of them. But yeah, you, you knew. Yeah. So when she cute. saw one yeah, of them. They were, so hey, they were, and and when I was when I was watching, I didn't know it was a set of twins. I just thought it was right. one. I didn't know they took right. out one and put the other one in. So they was getting their exposure right then and there. But not to have them, it's like, oh, now we don't have we don't have that closure. But I'm sure it's still gonna be it's still grandest ever. But I hope they do decide to change their mind and, and maybe do a season with them. Just even if it's a quick little second, quick little spot on this exactly. show just do it. Go on back out. But yeah. Um Yeah. Um, you think do you think your character will be back? Um,
2: I hope I hope so. I mean I'd I'd go back and work for free if they wanted, you know. But uh a lot of I know a lot of the fans would like to see Harry back, and I've gotten a lot of questions about that over know, social media. Huh? Yeah, where
1: is where is Harry Michael? What what, what is he doing now? Uh,
2: the original actor that played it, I believe, he's somewhere in Northern California. As okay, he's a successful businessman, apparently. So um, wow, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who, where the, act, the actor who played him as a child is. I don't. I
1: guess you know, but. Well, that's good if I'll he's doing do other same, stuff. Well, that's that's great yeah. if he is doing stuff because a lot of times they lead a show. You know, it don't always be become a a, a success. Um, you know, a lot of times for them and
0: right. we have heard of right. child. You know, right.
1: cause you hear it all the time, child actors they don't go as well because that's mainly what people put you in the box as as a child actor, so you're never able to actually grow. But that's why, I I think that's why I'm smiling because these ladies. Are child actors, and you know, look how successful they have grown up to be. That takes a lot to just stay yes. focused and not to end up on the wrong path in that industry. So, I, I really, I really commend all of you, and I'm, and, and and I'm hoping so much more now, Michael. Besides this, besides doing Fuller House, you have other work on your hand. Um, uh, doing other TV shows such as Hawaii Five O. Love that Um, Uh, um, horror type movie called Holidays, and that's with Seth Green and mm -hmm. Kevin Smith. Yep. And
2: there's another one that I did some uh, secondary voices on, which is called. It's an animated feature called Kubo and the Two Strings.
1: Oh Um, right, Google it. it, There's
2: a a trailer, and it's a fantastic, fantastic uh, Japanese tale. Um, and it's that that one is going to be that one's going to be awesome. Uh, I think it comes out summer 2016, summer of this year or maybe later than that. But um, yeah, it's called Kubo and the Two Strings. They are the studio that brought you uh, Coraline and Paranorman. It's a uh, stop motion animation, and the main voices are uh, Matthew McConaughey, Charlize Theron. Rooney Mara, you know, George Takei's in it. So oh, that one's going oh, yeah.
1: to be awesome. Oh, yes, I can tell that. And I love Charlize Theron. Yes, beautiful woman. I, I love to see her play. Yes, mm-hmm. some' some good, yeah, we got some good actors. I can't wait until August um, come and we we'll would be able to catch that. Um, so, Michael, today, um, what has really been your favorite role so far? Gosh, my favorite. Ha- has been Harry.
2: Has been Harry Takayama on Fuller House. That's been my favorite so far, yeah. Yeah. Oh, It was wow. just fun, you know. It was just fun doing it right. and, and doing it in front of the uh, live studio audience. You can't ask for anything more, you know. Coming from a theater background, it's like, you know. You know, when you shoot, like, right. one-hour procedurals and other shows, you don't get an immediate reaction from the audience, you know. Let alone a response. Right, I was going to so.
1: say that, too. Like it has to be a different yeah. in, it has to be a different intake than doing an actual movie because no one is up in your face. Of course, we're looking, but we're not there like actually staring at you in the audience. Like, okay, did you just do that? Right. So I know it's right. going to be a different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, yeah. So what what would you actually say uh, will probably be your dream project?
2: Gosh, would probably be a feature film. I've already done one, but I would like to do another feature film about the 442nd Regimental Combat Team um, of World War II. A lot of people don't know about this. You know, it's similar to like the you know the Buffalo Soldiers, the Tuskegee Airmen, but there are a, a, a whole bunch of Japanese American soldiers that served for the U.S. in World War II. And they were the most decorated, brave uh, unit in in wartime history. Um, so I'd like to see a, a huge movie about about them. You know, the 442nd Regimental Combat Team um, that was comprised of mostly, almost all it was all Japanese American, you know, soldiers, uh, and a lot of them were from Hawaii, my hometown. So that's a project that I'd love to do.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. I I will definitely say go for that. Yes, definitely. Because we don't, we don't tell, well, I don't know why. I I think just a lot of times, a lot of things don't hit the history books. Of course, you're not in school learning all those sorts of things. Like um, even when my daughter had a school project to do, and it was a history project, I made her do Gwendolyn Brooks, which is a, african-american poet and i said well do her because we we don't talk about a lot of stuff you know we mostly i love Luther king but we always focus on Luther king rosa parks or malcolm X. it's like okay we got so we got so many other people out here who have done so much and like you said we don't even discuss about that war so yes if you get that done michael go right ahead i would love to see it now you know the Mm -hmm. word around Town, Michael, is that you are yes. like an Asian Ray. You are like an Asian Ray Liotta, and I love Ray <laughs> Liotta too, especially when he was in Goodfellas. Right, right, right.
2: Well, I've ever since college, people people have said that I remind them of of him for some reason. I don't know if I I, I look like him or I I act like him or I don't know because I can get I can get pretty intense, you know, and and some of my acting so maybe that's maybe that's why but yeah I'm like the love child of Ray Liotta and Lucy Liu somebody said <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah Lucy Liu a you don't hear her name as much but she's recognized in my book I love to see her and and not just beyond charlie angels but I love to see her act I think she's a beautiful um actress and as far as it goes with Asian Americans period, you know. I, I recognize them. They don't get minorities period don't get a lot of recognition and we could see that through uh when they do the Oscars and you know and it shouldn't be exactly based on, it it really shouldn't be based on race. We should we really are like homo sapiens. That's what we are. We're homo sapiens, but We have been so divided by culture and religion everything. We got Asian American. We call African American. And then you kind of see the point that Raven Simone makes when she say, I'm not African American. I'm just American. We're human beings. That's what we are. All this, I'm black. Oh, I'm white. Oh, you did that. Why can't we just go back to what we were? We were human beings. Exactly. before. Before, there was no color. There was no race. You was a homo sapien. That's what you actually are. And we have to combine that. So not to be recognized for something that you have done so remarkably is a crying shame because we have so many wonderful actors in your in your gender and your ethnicity, Michael, that just skyrocketed, just don't get recognized a lot. And me, of course, I recognize everybody because I love my movies. So I'll be like, yes, I've seen you in this movie. I've seen you now. I might not know everybody's name, but I watch all movies. I don't care what movie, and it's, and it's sad that some movies have to be stereotyped. And if <laughs> exactly. karate movies used to get on my nerves, because every time you turn around, they want to put an Asian-American in karate. Every Asian-American don't know karate. <laughs> they don't know karate, and all of them not good in math. We got to get out that I'm stereotype. Not good in math. I'm
2: not good in math. <laughs> that's why I became an actor. <laughs>
1: I know that's right. Well, you know, that brings me oh, to that boy. next question for you. Well, since yes. you mentioned that, Michael, that brings me to that next question for you, um, What has what you think has been probably the most rewarding thing about actually being involved in the entertainment industry?
2: Um, gosh, just being, just being able to do it, you know, just being able to do it. Like, you know, you, when you, when you get to work, you, you, I try not to forget, um, to be grateful that I'm there, you know, and, and what got me there. Um, so that's, that's, the most rewarding part is is just simply getting to do it. Yeah, um, yeah. Like sometimes I, I I'm just like wow I can't believe I'm I'm here working as an actor on this project. You know whatever whatever project it is. You know especially when you got to wake up, you know hella early and you wake up and you're like oh my god and then you have to say nope. I'm getting up because I'm living my dream, you know. So, yeah, it's oh, the most rewarding part is just simply being able to do it. That's all because uh, that's sometimes that's the most difficult thing. A lot of people don't get an opportunity, you know. Um, so I'm grateful for every opportunity that that I've gotten. You know, bigger, bigger or
1: small, I, I I pretty much treat it all the same. You know. Exactly. And, and you know what i I love your response, Michael, because people have to understand it's It's hard regardless what profession you are in actor, doctor, lawyer, it's hard to really just get out here and have that opportunity and And I'm sure you probably give that advice to anyone who's trying to get into that industry, especially you know, just stick with it if you don't be cocky, but stick with it, just know that it's a chance for you someone will open that door because you got to look at it. It's a whole line of people out there waiting for that opportunity. So get whatever little bit you can, but hey, take a role. Uh, they, they say have to be the best role, but if you get out there, take whatever little opportunity you could get because a lot of doors don't open for everyone, and that is a hard little field to probably get into. And once you get into it, sometimes it can change you. But if you can stick on the right path, such as um, – Cameron and uh, and Jody have done, then you would definitely be you be on the right track. Don't let the industry get to you because it, it gets to a lot of them and they lose focus, they lose themselves. Um, uh, just from now on, from here on out, Michael, where where do you see yourself maybe the next five or ten years? God, that's a, that's a good question that people ask me, and I, I try to
2: I try to not look at it um where I'm going to be in 5 years because that's kind of right. you know universal stuff but in 5 years I do want to be more patient more present uh more open and available and grateful those are I things I I'd, I'd like to be yeah yeah but as far as uh, like a career goal or some place I'd like to be I try not to do that anymore cuz you can get caught up in the result of things instead of, um, the journey of things. You know.
1: You know, so, I never yeah. even had, five years. I never even had thought about yeah. that. That makes perfect. Yeah. yeah. So that does that makes perfect. Yeah, sense. but
2: it, I mean, it's good to have goals. It's good to have goals, but I just want to be more patient, loving, open, available. You know, grateful, and uh, you know, just enjoy and present. You know, we we, we forget so many times to you know just be present mm-hmm. know, and to know that there's no there's no place to really arrive to because every time you arrive there there's a there's always a new place so you know you never quite complete until you're complete you know but yeah so yeah what about you five. where are you
1: going to be in 5 years technician Ooh, that is a good question, Michael. Lord have mercy. You know what? I will probably have to agree with you on that too, brother. Like, just live live right now because first of all, tomorrow's not promised to anyone, and we know that. And and we don't yep. know where the road will take us. I just say live right and, and live right and do right. You know, put God first in whatever you do and stay prayed up. Because you could say ten years from now, hey, this is what I want to do. And like you said, Michael, and I and I will vouch out that, it's good to have goals. There's nothing wrong with that. You are supposed to have your goals. And and I don't want nobody think, Oh, they're saying no, oh, don't have goals. No, have your goals. But at the same time, I think to not pressure yourself. Don't beat yourself up, okay, if I don't do this within two years, I fail because Failure is an option. It is. There's nothing wrong with failing. Failure is how someone succeeds. And if it takes you two to three years to get to where your destination needs to be, then so be it. But you done it. You did it. It took me a while to even finish to get my social degree. I social degree probably be like two years. It took me probably about three. Do it. Right. Do what makes you feel comfortable. You know, that always been a question, though, in school. Where well, you see yourself for five years? Don't ask me in high school. I don't know. Where do you see yourself? I'm just in your class trying to pass get this. Hey, quit asking me these dumb questions. <laughs> I used to get tired of that. Don't ask me questions. I don't even know what I want to do in five minutes before I got to your class. So, <laughs> I don't know what I want to do in five years. And probably what you ever said what you said in five years, you probably didn't do it unless you really was determined. But yeah, I don't I don't think I see myself anywhere right now but just to build my build myself up spiritually definitely get back focused with god and get back into the bible and it felt so grand to actually just have that presence back in church you know so that's what i'm basically doing i think that's where it's going to start for me um uh, michael um but yeah I, I love your ounce it's authentic uh very authentic good, and good. it doesn't get any better than that um so any more upcoming projects that you'd like to mention to us michael
2: uh, no, that's that's pretty much it. I think you mentioned it. Um, right now, I'm just uh, you know Ham and egg, or I'm just out there auditioning for parts. So, um, yeah, those are the things that have, have coming out. I mean, you can anybody can go to my IMDb and see what's see what's coming out. But yeah, that Kubo and the Two Strings that's gonna be a that's a big one. I was excited uh, to do that one.
1: Right. And that's coming, and we will all be glad to see that. That's coming out August twenty sixteen. You could definitely Google Michael, and you can find him on Vimeo, Vimeo, Twitter, Facebook, um, and definitely make Instagram. sure we Instagram. Right, right. Um, do you know? Um, is there is there probably anything that you could really tell us about? Um, Just playing as Harry, how it fits into the storyline on Fuller House.
2: Yeah, well, in the um, episode that Harry comes back, um, in the beginning of the episode, someone sends um, a whole bunch of flowers to the house. And so DJ, Stephanie, and Kimmy Gibbler, they think that the flowers were sent to them, you know, individually. But they don't know who sent the flowers. So they speculate on who sent the flowers and um, you don't find out to the very end who actually sent the flowers. So that's why I come into the story. Harry comes into the storyline because Stephanie calls me over to find out if I was the one that indeed uh, sent the flowers over. She She thinks since I had a flame for you know, since I had, you know, a crush on her all these years that I'm the one that sent her uh, the flowers. And Kimmy thinks that her ex-husband, you know, sent her the flowers. And DJ thinks two of the guys that she's dating sent her the flowers <laughs> or the guy that she's dating sent her the flowers. So it's like this, you know, who sent the flowers? And so, right yeah. So that's why they call Harry over to to find out if he indeed, Sent the flowers, and you don't find out till so the very end um, who actually sent the flowers.
1: So, right. Oh, it seems that I have someone on. Um, yes, caller, you're on. <clears throat> okay. Well, I guess if they have anything to ask or say,
0: they can always <laughs>
1: ask um, after the show. And if you're watching the replay, definitely I appreciate it. Make sure everyone listens in because every little bit of love helps with. With shows like this, you know, I'm hoping to one day to make my segue from this to FM station. So that's mainly my goal. So if you're definitely listening to the replay, I really do appreciate you for that. Um, Michael, I guess I want to ask this. Um, Did you actually go back and watch any of the episodes, especially with Harry Ben in them? Is that – and did you – did that kind of make you decide to just go into this role completely fresh?
2: I did. I went back and I watched uh, particularly the episode where they get married um, in the backyard as little kids. I went back to that episode because um, it's the one episode I, I remember and my, that my friends remember because here's this little Asian kid on TV. So that's, you know, <laughs> growing up, you you remember, you remember those shows, you know.
1: You know, right,
2: But there's Asian people in it, because so, growing up, you don't really see that that, that much, right <laughs> um, so yeah, I did go back and and watch it just to get some flavoring of the character um as he is as an adult, but pretty much um, the writers pretty much write everything for you on the page, and you just bring you know you just bring what you bring to the character without um you know while still honoring you know. The Harry Takayama as a kid, so yeah,
1: yeah. And and as we said, I just hope you know if they could bring Family Matters uh, and Growing Pains back as a spinoff in the next few years, that would be awesome. Like and just to play in one of them, heck yeah, that would be, be fun, honest. right? Yes, are you kidding me? I would love to do something like that. I will. I would definitely <laughs> do it. You know. The, those are those were the shows, and each and, and like I said earlier previously earlier in the show, um, each show just taught you how to be responsible. Each one had a moral, a moral to it. At the end, you learned a lesson. It wasn't okay. I'm just going to get done. Even, even um, the Cosby, Bill Cosby show. Everything had a lesson. These were shows that actually taught you something. So that's yeah. why they are more they're more of a classic in my mind and you just remember them so well. See I, my children will understand that. See, they think they know stuff. Oh mommy, I watched this, baby it been around. We we we've been doing this. You just <laughs> get started. So hey um and like like we said, Michael has so much going on. He got his two projects coming out. Um his horror type movie called Holidays. That's with Seth Green and Kevin Smith as I mentioned involved, and and Kubo and Two Strains, a feature from Lanka Studios, and it's coming out in August 2018, and I think that's just going to be so awesome. Uh, Michael, any more advice that you would like to give to upcoming actors out here? Uh, Yeah, save your money.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And um, actually, this one, embrace the unknown. That's a big one. Embrace the unknown, and enjoy the ride.
1: I, I know that's right. And 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 if anybody can ever remember the Full House Lyrics, I meant to have it on my show so I could play but obviously, you know, it'd be hard to find some things to download, but I could just remember that song. Whatever happened to predictability? The milkman, the paperboy, the evening TV. Everywhere exactly. you look, everywhere there's a heart. I had to hold on to. Oh, man, that, that was the song. I'm sorry. I had to call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so pitiful Look, you can tell I'm a full house geek.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Are you an Urkel geek, that too?
1: Song. I did. <laughs> everywhere you look, everywhere you go, there's a face of somebody who needs you. And then I think, when you're lost out there and you're all alone. A light is waiting I'll to, carry you, to carry you home.
2: Everywhere you look,
1: there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that was my that was my jam. I'm telling you, and you and the little bridge <laughs> and everything. I'm telling you, Full House is here, baby. So please make sure you catch it on Netflix. Full House. Micah Son Lee, thank you so much for agreeing to do this interview. With me, I appreciate it, and I I wish you so much, and hopefully I can have you on again when we have yep. your new movie coming out in August or, or whatever else, child. I th- thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. You are so welcome. And, li- and listeners, I appreciate your love so much, and I thank you. And if you um have not done so, you know I'm on Facebook, Right Side with Technicia, Facebook fan page. Um, You can catch me there. I usually like to put up my shows, and I'm actually put up Michael's show up there, too, so you can all catch that as well. And I guess my truth for the day for this before I leave you is, um, is, is excellence is not an act. It is a habit because we are what we repeatedly do. If you want to change something in your life, change it for the better. Try consciously doing a new good change for 21 days in a row. It has been proven that if you do something for 21 days in a row, it becomes a habit. After 21 days, you will be begin doing this new habit naturally. The first few days, you may have to remind yourself to do it, whatever it is you are working on. Then day by day, it will become easier until it's second nature. Of course, the first step is to become aware there is something you need to change. Today, look at yourself honestly. Is there something you need to change? Enjoy the day, everyone. That's from my friend Mary Ellen. And I love you. And I will see you on the next time on The Bright Side with Technisha. God bless.
0: Thanks for listening to The Bright Side with Technisha. If you like what you heard, tell your dad, mother, cousin, uncle, whomever. Be sure to check out the archive section at www.brightsidewithtk.com.